0: Foodie, edge, backs right on. The only podcast taking you under the helmet. Redis, son. Expert analysis breaking down the quarterback play in the NFL each weekend. Don't they feel good when your crowd behind you? Let's give them something to chill for now. This is Inside the Pocket. Ooh-wee. With your host, Greg McElroy. Welcome in. It's Inside the Pocket. I'm your host, Greg McElroy. Got Andrew Emmer back in the studio. Really appreciate you guys spending time with us. It was a great week for the quarterback spot in week 11 in the NFL. This week's quarterback spotlight, it's only their third win, but he has quietly been providing a lot of bright moments for the Houston Texans, albeit with a relatively mediocre supporting cast, particularly at wide receiver, even though Cooks and Fuller are starting to come Along, It's Deshaun Watson, who essentially extinguished any possibility of the Patriots, who had everything to play for and were on the heels of a pretty nice little win streak themselves. They had just beaten the Ravens a few days prior. They go to Houston, the previously uh, two win Houston Texans. And the Texans, led by their quarterback, pull off the pretty significant upset. As Deshaun was 10 of 16 for 215 yards on throws that traveled more than 10 yards downfield. That's one shy of his career high in such completions. He had 11 against the Eagles in 2018. That also includes 7 of 10 for 166 in the first half, as Watson set a career high with 241 first-half passing yards. I mean, he was outstanding, really, from start to finish, but, man, he came out on fire working against that New England Patriots defense. We all know the knock on Deshaun Watson has been his unwillingness to cut it loose in a reasonable amount of time. He hangs onto the football a long time, oftentimes too long. It makes me nervous. I mean, I love Deshaun Watson as much as the next person, but it makes me nervous. The guy holds the ball too long. It's no secret. He does. But for the first time this season, he was not sacked. (laughs) He was not sacked against the New England Patriots. He was pressured on 12 of his 43 dropbacks, which is about league average. You know, about 30% of your dropbacks, you're going to feel the pressure. So he was about there. But when he was pressured, he was four of seven, including what was a really nice touchdown throw to Kiki Kuti on... A nice little scramble drill right before halftime. He also had some pretty decent yardage with his feet when he started to feel the pressure, including a four-yard touchdown scramble here that we'll discuss in just a minute. So all things considered, an excellent performance from Deshaun Watson, but I can't say any of us should really be all that surprised. As far as the total QBR numbers are concerned, he finished fourth this week. Derek Carr led the league in total QBR behind Patrick Mahomes, those two in a beautiful duel on Sunday night. Justin Herbert came in as at third in total QBR, but there's Deshaun Watson with an 86.4 total QBR in week 11. His total tally, he was 28 of 37 completing 75.5% of his passes for 344 and a couple touchdowns. And of course, he added the touchdown run there in the second quarter. All right, let's dive in to the actual plays themselves. Let's go to the first quarter, six minutes and nine seconds remaining. You're going to notice kind of a theme throughout the course of, of this breakdown. Deshaun did an outstanding job outstanding job of really working the middle of the field. Uh, and that's, you know, not a, not a real easy thing to do. So many offenses now, I mean, you've worked things outside the numbers, all this other stuff. Deshaun just wore out the middle of the field for a vast majority of the game. So I said, first quarter, six minutes, nine seconds remaining. It's second and six at the Houston 31. This is man coverage. He has stack alignment. Down at the bottom of the screen, the Patriots have arguably the best corner in football and Stephon Gilmore. Well, when you have Stephon Gilmore on one side, you can play your free safety towards the other side of the field. That's exactly what the look is right here. You have man-to-man coverage and the free safety is on the opposite hash. Deshaun's working here towards the bottom. They get into a stack alignment. The reason why you get in a stack alignment, because it creates additional separation from the receiver they're trying to target in Brandon Cooks against Stephon Gilmore. They go with a little bit of a switch release. It's really nicely done. Great timing on the switch release, good separation on the switch release. And as a result, as Cook slips inside, Gilmore's in a position where he's chasing the rest of the way and he can never really recover. They tried to at least pass it off because the secondary corner almost read it out, but Deshaun got the ball perfectly up and down. I mean, through an absolute strike right on the top edge of the numbers. I mean, just a perfect throw and good recognition of the man coverage and the immediate separation by Cooks. He gets the ball out on time. He doesn't waste it. He doesn't try to wait too long to see it. Just easy off two hitches and throws an absolute strike with perfect location on the football high so Cook can locate it as the defender tries to cut underneath. Moving forward just a couple minutes, we're going to go to four minutes and 26 seconds in the first quarter. This is good recognition of coverage. He's going to see at the bottom, the cornerback in this particular case, who's running with his wide receiver across the field, he sees it's man-to-man coverage. Pretty simple man-to-man coverage. As soon as that receiver at the bottom of the screen runs towards the middle of the field, you know, that your wide receiver, this particular case is Atkins, you know he has open space to the left-hand side. When you have man-to-man, you know that the corner clears, you're golden. You can hit that guy working across the field, no problem. The problem in this particular case, though, is the fact that there's actually a dropper that drops right underneath the vacated area. It's actually pretty well done by the New England Patriots defense. Number 21 there for New England is reading Deshaun Watson's eyes. He knows exactly where they're weak because of the disappearance by the ex-receiver. So he tries to get out underneath it. Deshaun sees him. He's never fooled. A lot of quarterbacks will just throw it right into that guy because they'll try to get the ball out of their hands just a little bit too quick. Well, Deshaun doesn't fall victim to that. Deshaun sees the drop, negotiates the drop by waiting just a half second longer and throws it to Atkins in a perfect spot right around number 21, the defender who's trying to drop underneath it to give them a fresh set of downs inside the Patriots' five-yard line. Just a beautiful recognition of coverage and negotiating a defender that really was in almost perfect position to make a play on the football. We're going to move just a little bit more forward to eight minutes and 13 seconds remaining in the second quarter. I thought this was really nice. It wasn't his best play of the day by any stretch of the imagination, but they try to go with a heavy play action. An eight-man protection with two wide receivers in the route initially. And basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to hit potentially a deep corner stop to the left-hand side. And then if you get a grab, you can throw it up over the top. Well, what they ended up doing is covering it pretty well. The Patriots really didn't bite too hard on the run. The pocket really wasn't that great. And we have, on so many different occasions, seen Deshaun Watson dance and dance and dance and dance and wait and run sideline to sideline. He escapes the pocket as much, if not more, than just about every quarterback in the NFL by escaping horizontally. Well, when the pocket and the protection isn't perfect, this is what I want to see more from Deshaun. This is great. Where he sees it, the pocket's not great on his backside. He feels presence that's coming loose on the left-hand side. He sees there being a decent-sized hole along the front. Escape vertically. It's first and 10. No need to try to force it and wait for something to develop. No problem. Escape vertically. You gain eight yards. You set up second and two. This is a thing of beauty. I want to see more of this. I really do. I want to see a lot more of this from Deshaun Watson. The problem is on the very next play, so seven minutes and 26 seconds, it's that second and two play that I just described. This play, they motion into an empty look, second and two, all right? You have underneath routes by both Atkins, who's lined up at number three to the top, and then down here at the bottom in the slot receiver, you have two guys that are hooking up at about five to seven yards. Those are grab players. They're trying to grab the hook-flat defender so you can potentially wrap a guy around. Well, when the hook-flat defender, in this particular case, drops 15 yards deep, like they did, you can see the hook-flat defender actually on the horn of the Texans' logo. He drops really, really deep. Well, Deshaun Watson's holding it. Hitch, 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 hitch. Hitching forever has to evade a rusher And finally finds Atkins as a little outlet to the left-hand side. These are the things that I just don't understand. Like, I understand waiting for guys to come open. I totally get that. I understand wanting to see guys come open and trying to create opportunities for the big play. But when your read key is number 58 for the New England Patriots, and he drops really, really deep in zone coverage, and you have Jordan Atkins right there over the ball on second and two, you throw it to him on time, he gains seven yards, eight yards minimum. You get a fresh set of downs and you're at the 50-yard line. Well, he waits and waits and waits, hoping that that wrapper comes. You don't have to wait. Just take what the defense is giving you. Boom, I hit Atkins right out of his break, throw it to the proper shoulder. He spins, goes north and south. He drags a defender for seven or eight yards. That's a 15-yard play potentially. I mean, at worst case scenario, he catches it, falls down. It's a six-yard gain. You have first and 10 at the minus 44-yard line. So these are the things. He just holds it a little bit too long from time to time. But there was progress made in this game in that regard. This was just one of the few plays that kind of highlighted him going back to kind of his old way of doing things. Let's fast forward now. Second quarter, four minutes and 47 seconds remaining. This is a play that Deshaun Watson has run 1 million times in his career, dating all the way back to probably his time in high school in the state of Georgia. He, of course, ran it in college at Clemson. This is basically just a little bit of a now pump or a smoke pump or a grab pump, whatever it might be. You fake a little now route to the left-hand side, a guy that's going to stand right at the line of scrimmage, kind of like a tunnel screen. It looks a little like it, but he's not really working his way inside. He's staying out around the numbers. Well, against this zone coverage, it's a perfect play call. He's got all the defenders on the left side of the field looking in the backfield and keying on that throw at the line of scrimmage right now. Deshaun gives a little bit of a pump fake. That corner grabs, stays put. And then next thing you know, you have two receivers releasing vertical that puts that play side safety in a real bind. He can't be right. He can stay to the inside or he can work to the outside. Well, doesn't really matter. If you throw it on time like this, it's impossible to defend. It was a perfect throw. Incredible timing from Deshaun Watson. The receiver, Brandon Cooks, in this case, catches the ball at 15 yards. 15 yards. That whole shot in cover two, depending on where your corner is, how quickly you want things to happen, is somewhere between 15 and 22 yards. Well, in this particular case, knowing that the field's condensed and the safety doesn't have to play too far over the top so the safety can kind of come down on anything, you have to hit that window just a little bit tighter. So he hits it at 15 yards. If that ball's thrown at 22, it's either a blow up, an incompletion, or a pick. Deshaun has perfect timing, perfect rhythm with his feet, and very nice accuracy on the throw to Cooks. He should. That's a play that he's seen 100 times, and it was really well executed. Let's go forward just a little bit more in this drive. It's second and four at the four with three minutes and 58 seconds remaining in the second quarter. You want to know why everyone loves Deshaun Watson? Like this is a play. Why? Like I, I've never met someone that has covered Deshaun, has called Deshaun's games, has been around Deshaun that doesn't love him, self included. Like the guy is the ultimate warrior, and he is such a great competitor, and he is so selfless that it's just it's amazing, and I, I just I love him, and that's why you want him on your team. In this particular case. It's second and four. Nothing's there. He tries to create a little bit, buy a little time for his receivers, but it's really well covered. For a lot of quarterbacks, this is probably a coverage sack or a throwaway at the bare minimum. But for Deshaun, he stays with it. He keeps the drive alive. He keeps the play alive. He works to his right, doesn't like it, decides to go all the way back to his left, and then he has to make a business decision, or at least that's what quarterbacks like to describe it. He's got rush three, so he's got time. And as he's working back to his right, he has an opportunity. He's leading with his throwing shoulder. He is two yards away from the end zone. Remember, it's only second down. Two yards away from the end zone, leading with his throwing shoulder on a team that at this point has two wins. He's risking his body in this particular case. And he does so. Willingly, not only does he refuse to slide, he actually lowers his shoulder, runs over a Patriots defender and finds his way into the end zone. You want to know why teammates run through a brick wall for him? Because of that play right there. Cut it up, throw it in a box and give me a Baker's dozen. Yes, it's risky. Yes, the GM or whoever the GM might be in Houston, I don't even know. Everyone associated with the front office was holding their breath on that play. Everyone that was patrolling the sideline, players, loved every second of it. He showed his toughness, he showed his willingness, and he really put his body on the line for a team that's going nowhere this year. That's what you want in a guy that's pulling the trigger for you over the course of the next decade, hopefully in Houston. Let's go finally. Got this play. With six minutes and 33 seconds remaining in the third quarter was a pretty nice read as well. Another example of him saying, no, I'm not going to wait for the big play. I'm going to take what the defense is giving me on this particular play. Remember earlier in the game, he didn't do that. He tried to wait for the deep one to develop. Well, right here, he didn't do such a thing. He got the ball out of his hands. And this is progress. I want to see more of this. This was really nicely done. 633 remaining in the third quarter. Like I said, it's third and 10. This is what you call a we called it a snatch concept because you wanted to snatch that left side defender, who's ever responsible for the deep third to the left. You wanted to snatch that guy up by this curl route underneath. And then you run a guy on a pylon route over the top. So if you can snatch up that cover three defender with a deeper curl route on the left, then you might be able to get the big play over the top. Well, in this particular case, Deshaun might have an opportunity to work that deep route over the top, but it's taking too long. And immediately on third and 10, Will Fuller flashes on that snatch route. 13 yards. He gets it out right on time. Anticipates the throw, puts it to the perfect shoulder. He throws it to his right pec, which is exactly where you want to throw the ball given where the defender's located on his back. This was just really a mature play. A lot of young quarterbacks I want to Go for the juggler, man. They want to go the distance. Deshaun, right here. No, he wanted to keep the drive alive. And he did just that by throwing a perfect throw to Will Fuller on that snatch route on the left hand side. Like I said, one of the best performances in the NFL this past week and what was an excellent week for quarterback play across the board. He's Deshaun Watson. What a bright future he has. And I can't wait, can't wait to see what happens when they finally surround him with what should be a better supporting cast in the years to come. Final stat line, like I told you earlier, 28-37, to 37, 344, and a couple touchdowns en route to the upset victory of the playoff bound, or at least at the time, they were trying to become the playoff bound Patriots as it seems like Deshaun Watson might have forced the clock to strike midnight for the New England Patriots. For all of us here at Inside the Pocket, this was your quarterback spotlight. For Andrew Emmer, I'm Greg McElroy. Remember, you can get this podcast anywhere where you get your podcast, and you can always download us on the SiriusXM app. We'll be back later this week with Brady Quinn on Inside the Pocket. XM Podcasts.